Hello, everybody. Welcome to Boss Rush Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Guiden to Electric Bloody Boogaloo. And joining me is the Event Horizon Zero Dawn himself, Mr. LeBron Dawkins. Hey, everybody. And she's the nail in the coffin, Nelly from Crossroads Podcast. What's up, y'all? Yes, how are you guys doing? I watched Event Horizon yesterday. And what did you think? We are going to have a recap. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I look at my Twitter line and you will be like, what? <laughs> it was... So, so let me ask you this. So after seeing that movie... Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you agree with the masses that say Paul W.S. Anderson is a hack? I wouldn't say he's a hack at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's such a popcorn fun movie. Um, and definitely if 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 you've seen it before Death Space and Metroid Fusion came out, you probably would have got like this camp factor to it. But if you play like Dead Space in Metroid Fusion, and you watch this movie, you would be like, "Oh, this is where Dead Space came from," and and you like you'll get all of that hint. I don't mm-hmm. think he's a hack or anything. I I understand what he was going for, uh, with this movie. Uh, if it hit all the tropes and everything, and I literally was looking, I'm just like, "Watch, it's going to get 25 minutes or something, and that's when the half of the whole cast going to get killed off." Or majority <laughs> cast going to get killed off. Sure enough. Because um, it was just like... It literally was just like... You guys know what's going on in the ship. Why are you still playing into it? Oh, because it's a movie. And it's a script that they have to follow. No, they. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say they, they knew what was going on. They didn't. They probably didn't know what was going on... Until after they had the encounter with the thing... That we're not going to mention on this show. Since we're saving it for week out. But... um. I mean, you know, basically it was, you know, a bunch of it was a bunch of astronomers slash salvagers that, you know, were trying to figure out what happened to like one of Earth's greatest experiments. Well, that that was the And what movie is this? I'm sorry. Event Horizon. Okay. This is nineteen ninety seven. That's why. Yeah. So sorry, Paul, so sorry I'm, I'm chewing again. I'm chewing again. <laughs> okay. You okay, you okay. So this is the thing, and we're, we're, we'll get into the podcast real quick. This is the thing about it. I was just like, when, and I put this in one of my tweets, I was just like, let me get this right. So all of y'all acting like y'all didn't know that this thing has happened seven years ago. And they and it looked like they all just like found out, like, what what you mean? Talk, disappear. I'm just like, wait a minute. Y'all didn't watch the news? Y'all... I was just like, oh, Ed, were you watching? My. Were you watching the movie? Because, I was watching the movie because they they explained at the very beginning, like, hey, like we're going on a rescue mission to find out what happened to the ship that's been lost in space for all this time. But yeah, but they all acted like it was. They all acted like it was something like completely new to them. Like they didn't know because he broke everything. It, it was new because <laughs> he, he broke everything down to him, and I'm just like. No, he Wait didn't. No, no, he didn't break everything down to them. Almost not everything, but he didn't break down. He didn't break down what was driving the actual core of the ship, and he sure mm-hmm. and he sure as hell didn't break down his personal connection to the ship. That was much later. Yeah, that that yeah. 
So I, uh, yeah, recap everybody. You're gonna have to watch it. Uh, when okay, it comes so I've I've learned this. Like, uh, don't go with Ed to movies. He will ruin the movie experience for you. <laughs> no, no, I I know. We, we, do- I'm laughing, dripping water. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're gonna watch it because I have questions about the CD play car CD player that was in the movie when the CD came out. I'm like, wait a minute, this is 2047. Is there's a CD? Hey, 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 hey. Look at look at a lot of stuff that look at a lot of movies that have come out in certain eras, and it's funny how you see like pre-existing technology still there. Like a lot of people don't have the the imagination, you know, for all this stuff. That's that's me with a sci-fi pedigree. I love science fiction. I love science fiction movies and stuff like that. So you know, I've looked at I've looked at some stuff like it's 2020 right now. I just saw an episode of of, of a show that's current, and they're like, oh, we're we're gonna. We 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 have this we have this major tech major piece of tech that you know comes from a different planet and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, man, that's a that's a Raspberry Pi motherboard. That's a stick of RAM. <laughs> I'm like, where's the webcam at? Like, I, you I know, know everything. You, uh, <laughs> what's the one with Sylvester Stallone and uh uh Wesley Snipes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Demolition Man. De- Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah. So, cause that had like. It was in the past, but they made a future world out of it and stuff. And I was just like, okay, yes, they still got Pizza Hut, Burger King, and Taco Bell and stuff. Well, but I, I guess like, they had like iPads and stuff like that. I feel like that's. I feel like stuff like that. There's some things that are going to be eternal. Like fast food restaurants are going to be eternal until we realize that hey, food is what bad food like this is what is killing food, us. Food. So we need. So we need that. So we need to have a universal come to Jesus moment about how we're supposed to eat if we want to live a long time. And stuff like that, but you know, there's certain things, you know, like like technology. In all honesty, technology, it all, it's all relative sometimes, and you know, it's hard to not, it's hard to, it's hard to not use your imagination in a way that gives a disconnect to the audience, because um, because there's a lot of people they cannot get into Star Trek because it's too way out there with the technology. They don't have like a ground for it and stuff like that. And this is one of those, this is one of those battles I always have to fight when it comes to trying to get new people to watch Star Trek. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, this stuff is crazy. Like none of this stuff, none of this stuff exists. I'm like, this, I, this stuff has the possibility of existing though. I love all of that. What about you, Nelly? Like, have you watched a movie that was so? It was camp bunkers. It was good. Uh, the technology seemed weird, and you just want your how can how, how can I put this? Your urban side shouts at it. It's the urban shout from your body because it's a natural reaction. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have the thing that caught my attention when I was a kid was RoboCop because I was like, "Whoa, is will like robots be running in the future or whatnot?" But other than that, I really never just sat down and thought about it. <laughs> see, see, I'm a I'm a nerd. All that stuff's be- all that stuff's believable until it's not. And I and I say that meaning that you know, like, it's real easy for the storyteller to kill your expectations of like of your own imagination real fast because they'll do something that's just that just turns everything on his head and is like, uh, okay, this is not this this is BS at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, like I like I like. I don't know. Like I, I have, I have, I have experiences I, when I go to movies. But there are some things that do throw that do throw me by the wayside. Like for example, Alien Covenant, like the the most recent Alien movie, right? Mm-hmm. There were some things you know. It had to be put into perspective for me at a certain point because, like you know, like uh, without throwing without throwing a lot of the, uh, a lot of the plot out there, 
because I know there's some people who are listening to us that have never seen the movie. Okay, you have a bunch of people who are technically they're farmers or you know sharecroppers or whatever. They're going to a new they they they've left Earth and going to a new planet to to start a new colony and stuff like that. So these people technically are not savvy about things you might encounter in outer space. So. You know, like on the inside, because like I've seen five other alien movies, I knew exactly I knew I, I had frustrating moments with the film because it's like, no, you don't do that. You don't stick your head in that, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, that's the these, urban reaction. <laughs> these people, these people in these people in this movie, in that pocket of the universe do not know this stuff is out there. So they're going to they're going to be very human about it. Like, oh, what is this? I. I should examine this. Or did you hear that noise? Should we really go looking for it? Or hey, we hit it. We we just ran across a distress signal. We should go. Should we or should we not investigate it and stuff like that? You know, you know. It's, it's sometimes you have to put yourself in the movie in the movie mode, but you also have to go a step further and put yourself in the actual moment in the universe. And and I think that's where a lot of people. That's probably why Event Horizon had like a twenty eight Rotten Tomato score. You know what? It's not, like I said. When we get to recap, we're gonna break it down. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna have fun because there were some things that I paused, I tweeted, I laughed at, I loved um, the uh, the metal Kenny Kang sound <laughs> with the air thing that they used that he was beating Sam Neil with uh, at the end. The sound uh. effect was funny. Like there was things in the heat, and I I was bought it out, cracking up, and. I would I would give my review of rating when we do that recap. So uh um everybody just be ready for that one because I I can't say I had a fun ride. I don't dislike the movie at all. I think it's really good. It's it's a it's a like I I love that everybody said that it's a camp movie because it really is. It, but it's a fun ride. But I'm gonna give my review with that hmm. later. But we're gonna get into some housekeeping real quick. This is episode 68 of the Boss Rush Podcast. Each and every week we come together to talk about games and everything we love about them with our friends. You can join us live on Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash live and be part of the conversation. But if you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash bossrushgames and bossrushgames.com to watch the show or listen on your podcast service of choice. Remember to subscribe, follow, rate, and review wherever you consume us. It helps us with our discoverability and check out our family of shows wherever you listen to your podcast so uh we're gonna get into quickly our gaming get down um nelly um uh, like i said welcome to watch rush games you are on the crossroads podcast uh with leron uh austin and guests um uh, with their uh and logan um can you uh break down like uh what you do and how you got into gaming for people who don't like know you and everything. Sure thing. Okay. So on crossroads, we talk about everything from video games and then it'll move into like TV shows and fee picks and only fans <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> we do a little bit of everything. On there. Which by the, which so by the way, which, which by the way, that was not our original format. We were it really was. we were supposed to be we we're supposed to be a clean wholesome group of people talking about PlayStation stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, like conversations get sidetracked or whatnot. Uh, how did I get into gaming? I actually got into gaming because of my dad. We used to uh, 
collect all kind of consoles. So the first console we actually collected was Nintendo, and then I started with uh, Captain Skyhawk, and then it moved on to Mario, and then moved on to Sonic, and here I am, just gaming away. <laughs> and yeah. being the only child, I spoil myself, so I get every system. So I don't do the whole console war thing, even though I'm on the PlayStation podcast. <laughs> Nice. And you guys can check out this week's Crossroad. They talk about the CD Projekt Red um, delay, which we're also going to be talking about. And they talked about the EA. Um, and they also gave their list of favorite spooky games. So do check that out. Um, also check out Arsenal X this week with Corey and his crew. Check out uh, Nintendo Power Block. We did a two-part episode. Um, Corey did a solo show talking about uh, him stepping down. And then me and him had a one-on-one expansion pass like bro him hangout um talking about what we're going to do with uh you know f- going forward with not only boss rush games uh but going forward with nintendo power block and it was just it was such a heartfelt emotional episode um leron isn't fired is he no leron is not fired no <laughs> okay um uh uh, we actually mentioned you and stuff. Oh, oh uh, no! <laughs> uh, no, Corey actually mentioned you in a good way. He was just like, "You're such a powerhouse of a host." You know, it's just people love seeing you and everything, hosting everything. So it was a really good compliment. Yeah. And and always stuffing food in my face on uh, on stream. <laughs> I'm surprised. You, I'm, I'm surprised I'm not fat with much as much time I spend on camera eating and, <laughs> and, and drinking. <laughs> random stuff. <laughs> and you don't watch uh, Nintendo Power Block where I'm eating cookies and snack cakes oh, oh, and everything. I, oh, I, I see you, but I don't judge you. I have to judge me. <laughs> oh, I can't judge you. I, I support all snacks. Uh, which, which reminds me, Nelly, what are your favorite snacks? Let's do a little side snack, Tendo. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> snack? Oh, uh, uh, if it's not a chocolate like Snickers or something, uh, uh, I, I'm pretty boring. I do like pineapple or broccoli with ranch or, or like. Oh, you and you and, you and you and Celeste will be buddies. Because <laughs> Celeste, because Celeste has that same spectrum. She will go from like the most most outrageous candy to like to like the really wholesome like good for you stuff. Yes, <laughs> y'all are buddies. Because because it's, because the healthiest snack for me, uh you know. I'm gonna have to think about that. The healthiest snack for me, actually, I can, I, can't. I could say uh, the neutral game bars, like the little single one neutral game uh, grain bars, mm-hmm. like the apple and the strawberry. I eat those like for healthy things, and then I would like drink some water. New, um, new, news flash: stuff. the only healthy thing about those is fiber. There's <laughs> <laughs> too much sugar. <laughs> like next to me right now, I got some. Says the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, as 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 a resident PC muscle race of the group, you know, like I just have to put that out there. <laughs> so yeah, we uh yeah, I've been eating so because my Chinese place has opened back up, so like two days in a row, back to back, unexpectedly, I've been ordering like their lo mein uh meal. So I've been eating their lo mein chick uh lo mein beef with fried rice, um and uh vegetable egg roll. Um, uh, like all of that for seven dollars and twenty five cent. I'm just like, I I miss you. And she, they stuff it like literally stuff it. I'm like, oh, I I'm gonna eat this all day, and uh, I might begin some Monday. Nah, 
<laughs> we got this Jamaican place next to us, and I, uh, I love that curry chicken. <laughs> I want to taste curry chicken. I've never had it. Oh my goodness! There's so many ways. There's so many ways to have curry chicken. It's yeah. You, yeah. you can have it. You can have it grilled. You can have it in a stew, like the traditional curry, and it looks mm-hmm. like more like a stew. There are so many ways to have curry anything. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm with you on Chinese food. Oh my goodness. <laughs> As Laurent is eating a delicious pizza. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry. I had a Jack's pizza watching the event horizon and it's the perfect way to watch that movie. <laughs> well, this is what this is what happens because um because I had to get up this morning and I had to go to the grocery store. And the only thing I had in my system was a protein shake and a bottle of water. So after hitting three different stores, because I hit because I hit the um I hit the uh, the Asian market, then I hit Sam's Club, then I hit Harris Teeter. So by the time I'd done all that, dealt with all those people, did all this walking and stuff, like and like it was it, like I walked I walked through the deli section, and in Harris Cedar they've got a they've got a pizza bar, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm getting some pizza. Like I got I got to eat before we go live on the show. Like I I gotta get some pizza. Mm-hmm. So like I got we, so I got two slices. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm there actually. I'm actually at work. We're going to have pizza. One of our uh, friends, one of my friends and employees is like his last day. So we're going to have pizza from Costco's. Um, I've never had their pizza, so I'm excited to try it. Costco um, pizza is good. As a matter okay. of fact, Costco pizza and Sam's Club pizza is good. Um, oh, yeah. Sam's Club it, pizza be popping. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I like, I def- I love their pepperoni, their pepperoni sausage pizza from sam's club especially mm-hmm. when now i know there's some people are going to cringe but i kind of like i kind of like it when there's a, a greasy layer on the top but not too much not too much because i mean it can easily upset your stomach if it's way too much grease and stuff like that but i like mm-hmm. when i like when the cheese pepperoni and sausage you know just decide they're gonna have a love fest and all of a sudden there's like a layer of, of oil <laughs> on the top i love it yes <sighs> nelly how do yeah, you get I your do. pizza I do veggie. The only reason why, because Mm. I'm uh, slowly becoming pescatarian. Mm. I have to kind of just give up. That's a good. That's a good thing to be. Well, you're not 100% giving up meat because you're still eating fish. Which technically, I know, I know, fish is not considered a meat, but as a protein, so I still, (laughs) I still consider it meat. But yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice that you have an out. (laughs) (laughs) I. I normally like when it's pizza. I'll do like a sausage and uh, black olives with it, um, or I'll do. I, I'm a person that do ham and uh, pineapple on it. Uh, there is I, there is no pizza for me that's kind of, that's off that's off limits because um because I will go from except maybe uh, the, the cheese pizza is about probably the most the most boring for me, but I will eat a cheese pizza. But I'm anywhere. Like I can go, like just double pepperoni. I can go pepperoni and sausage. I can go. Of course, I can go deluxe and do the Hawaiian stuff. Mm-hmm. And yes, and yes, pizza does belong on pineapple. Y'all need to grow up. Uh, <laughs> Reverse that. Reverse it. Was that pineapple belongs on pizza? On pizza. Yeah. You yes. said pizza you said belongs on pineapple. Oh I, wait, I did. Oh pineapple. Yeah. Pineapple. <laughs> pineapple belong- oh, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. P- pineapple pizza. Perfect combination. <laughs> uh, I surprisingly the like only place I would do like a cheese pizza, uh, like straight cheese pizza is Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. 
because they got some bomb pizza. As junky as it is, it's still good. I like, haven't had it. I haven't had Chuck E. Cheese pizza since I was a kid, so I don't remember. And I feel like, and I feel like a Chuck E. Cheese cheese pizza is probably the same the low denominator as a Little Caesars pizza, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Um, it's higher than Little Caesars. Little Caesars is like I, I just hit like six blunts and only got like five dollars. <laughs> so. If you if you don't love yourself, you that's that's what you eat. <laughs> A little Caesars pizza. <laughs> yes. Well, everybody, let's get into some gaming get down. Uh, Nelly, I'm gonna start with you. Where have you been playing or getting down to? I'm actually playing Watch Dogs right now. Legion. And I am Legion yes. or, or the first one. Okay. Legion, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I didn't get too much into the story because I'm recruiting everybody for my crew. But uh, mm-hmm. so far, I'm having a blast. Oh my goodness, freedom in it is something's missing in it, but I'm still loving it. Like I don't even regret paying the full price for it because I love Watch Dogs. I've been rocking with rock, uh, Watch Dogs since the first one. So I have Watch Dogs. Loving it. I have one. I need to finish it. I wasn't feeling one, but I love two. Two is good. I love two. Two is the bomb diggity. That's I why haven't... it's hard to compete. <laughs> yeah. I I haven't started two because I haven't finished one, but I I enjoyed one from what I played so far. And I'm like deep in the game. I was deep in the game before um before before I switched computers and had and reinstalled Windows and all that stuff. So I need to start over from scratch and stuff like that. But well, I don't under I don't understand like the understand well i mean i do understand some of the venom that was aimed towards the original watchdogs game because ubisoft being it would be the that was the first time ubisoft had ever done this like that where they showed where they showed the early build of the game and that thing looked like it was running on ps5 and not ps3 (laughs) and 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 it soured a lot of people's opinions about the game when it came out which by the way the game looked good i mean you know like i was playing on a mediocre graphics card and i was able to get some of those settings that you know they had yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was the it was the fact that it was that the game didn't look nothing like the cutscenes. Oh and yeah, like I like I mentioned before, oh, yeah. people gave it. You know, people brought wait, it. Wait, wait, they, wait, wait. The, the game didn't look anything like the cutscenes because, like that, that was actual gameplay that they were showing. Everything, so I remember, because I remember, that, I remember was, them the, showing the trailer wise. Everything that they were showing in the trailer wasn't in the game. I mean, was in the game, but it didn't look it didn't look like that. So everybody felt tricked. It's the Alien Colonial Marines where you'll see that like nice looking trailer, actually, and then the game comes out and it looks nothing like that. Actually, if my if my memory serves me correctly, I want to say for both Watchdogs and Colonial Marines because I definitely held Randy Pitchford's uh, uh, feet to the fire for Colonial oh, Marines. Yeah. Like I'm a fan of the Alien franchise, and um and I and. And and you know like being the entitled gamer that I can be sometimes I I took I took offense to the way that game looked after him sh- after him debuting that seventeen minute that seventeen minute video that showed like actual gameplay of the game and stuff like that I was uh, you know the game comes out and I'm like okay I have halfway decent sense I know when their build is being ran on a PC versus when it's being run on a console. So mm-hmm. I knew they were running the demo on the PC, but still, even the PC version came out and it did not look the same way. And I was like, "We have a problem." And just yeah. like, and just I like, think, good, good. Oh no, I think there's a story about, about that on how that trailer was made. I think someone did it on how that trailer was made, and then when it finally came out, why it wasn't looking like the trailer because. At every time they showed it at E3, every time that game appeared, they never let anyone play the game. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, for the most, for a lot of those times at E3, at E3s and stuff, if they don't tell someone to come up on stage and play this game, like you get, you're guaranteed that someone's playing like the developers build or the demo build or or whatever. And, and, you know, it's it's real easy. Uh, same thing with the original Watch Dogs game. I remember them showing like you know like him. Him doing a quick hack job and then having to jump in the car and run from not just the police but from the gang that he was hacking and stuff like that. And I remember, I remember very vividly when they showed that you can, while you're driving, you can live hack traffic and and mm-hmm. and the uh, servo mechanisms for the bridges and stuff. So like when you get over the bridge, you can raise the bridge. So that, and and everybody remembered that and they were mad when they mm-hmm. when they when they replayed that scene in the game and it didn't come out the same way and it didn't even look the same way. So you know, like these companies. These com- uh, video game companies kind of follow the same trends that Hollywood follows. Like, if you give us a trailer for a movie, we go to the movie theater expecting to see the stuff that you showed us in the trailer. Um, and I was talking about the Alien franchise a moment ago, so I'll I'll even do that. Like, when Prometheus came out from, from Ridley Scott, and Ridley Scott is notorious for this, he put out all the stuff in this trailer in the trailers and i remember there was like man like the more and more i saw the trailers the more amped i got for it so me and me and three friends went to the movie theater and saw it and everybody everybody noticed that uh that i was upset when we walked up the movie theater i was like they're like hey what's wrong i'm like man there was stuff in the trailer that i didn't even spot in the movie yeah i i learned that uh about bring it on by greg uh, gabrielle union um they had to record stuff that they only could do for the trailer, and that stuff never made it into the movie. And I didn't know that. I was just like, do I watch the trailer, I'll get hyped, and this is for my movie, sis, I'll get hyped about it and go see it and don't even remember what the trailer was. That's why, I'm watching the movie. That's why now, like, I only watch maybe one or two trailers for something, whether it's video games, TV shows, mo- well, TV shows, actually TV shows I'll watch trailers all the time for because, like, I'm, mm-hmm. from, the old, I'm from the old school where, like, we, where, where, where like, where like when a TV season came out, you didn't have access to the whole season right then and there. Like you had yep. to wait. We had to wait week by week, and week. sometimes there was a mid-season break or whatever the whatever they want to do and stuff like that. And so like, mm-hmm. so like when a season came out, you watched it for a whole year. You didn't watch it for like a weekend. <laughs> I I was mad at the Transformers uh, when it was like dinosaurs, and then the one after that because oh, yeah. they would they would show it. Um, they would they would show the cartoon. It got good ratings. Everybody would be watching it, and then they'll stop showing it. And then you're nobody. About, you're talking know. about Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We can have because a whole, be- we can have a whole separate uh, <laughs> plot. No, 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 no. no because Beast have- Wars, it because because Beast Wars at one point I think it, it felt like it got canceled because it wasn't showing like I think the six or last eight episodes. Something about Fox you here in. Well, you got to remember oh. something. Those shows, shows like Beast Wars reboot and stuff like that, they're not American projects. They're 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 they're, they're, they're Canadian. Those shows were Canadian, so there was there was license just like with anime. There was licensing and importing things mm-hmm. that they had to go mm-hmm. through stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's just an example. I, what I was getting ready to say is we can have an entire separate podcast about about the way about the way cartoons are done. In, on broadcast television in the United States, because it is it is crazy. Like uh, like when you think of shows like Young Justice, for example, that got canceled after two seasons, and it was a really successful show. And it was mm-hmm. because of, it was because of nonsense, like you know, like like not licensing, but toy marketing stuff like that. The um, and then also like Cartoon Network has the Cartoon Network and and um and um and what's the uh, what's the Disney what's the Disney well Disney Channel for uh, but what's the uh, there's the there's a Disney Channel that's devoted more to the cartoon side than the um than the than the than the live action shows that that channel 
like, for example, like, I don't know when DuckTales has new episodes. The only time I know when a new episode of DuckTales, the current the current DuckTales cartoon is out, and I love DuckTales. Like, I'm 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 old. I'm a Donald Duck family all the way. But um, mm. but but I mean, I don't know. Like, just like oh, just, oh, Star Wars Rebels, for example. Like those shows. Like you didn't know when there was new episodes on until like you just happened to be on Twitter or social media. Like, oh, did you see the latest episode of this? And it's like, wait, what? It's back on. Like it hasn't yeah. been on. It hasn't been on for nine months. What, were you talking about? It's back. <laughs> that the, wow. this week. Uh, and we'll we'll get back to anything else nutty that you play because Dark Waters. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Dark Waters that they show back in the '90s. It was Pirates like a of, pirate Pirates show. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love the five day pilot. I watched it all, and they never picked it up. That was a and Saturday. I, that was a Saturday morning cartoon. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be a um uh, a, a syndicated Monday through Friday show. They was trying to get it for a 13 episode run, and yeah, they I never, oh, they I never did it up. Oh, and I, I, was like, I was also I was also upset when that got canceled. And was I was, a, I was a, and I was a kid when that got canceled. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanelli, anything else? I'm sorry. You're fine. Welcome to Boss Rush. <laughs> One of the thing. Hey. Like Seventeen different topics. You know what? Exactly. You know what? I like when, it. You know what? When LeBron and Ed are on a show, like it, it goes, it goes, it, it skews so fast. And I and, and I've been apologizing to Corey, and I need to apologize to Megan. So I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. Like I, the nerd comes out, and, and all of a sudden we're not talking about video and, games anymore. And, and the thing <laughs> about, and the oh, thing about it. it is, I don't apologize for it. I want all the nerve from LeBron. <laughs> I want to have these convos. Well, your leg, your legacy, your legacy boss rush. I'm still, I'm still technically a new guy around here. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, and Nettie, I cannot wait till you get to Shadow the Tomb Raider. Oh, I'm so excited. I really, oh, I cannot wait for you to play that because I'm playing. I got it on PS. I beat it on Xbox One. Um, and love it. Um, uh, I'm playing it on PS4 with uh, because I got a bigger TV screen. And man. Oh. I'm just like, I kind of want to see this on PlayStation Five or Series X because the game looks gorgeous. Oh, speaking of speaking of bigger televisions, I got a new TV yesterday. Yes, oh, I seen that. I got a new tele- I got a new TV yesterday. <laughs> I, gradu- I graduated from I graduated from a seventy inch four K four K television to a seventy five inch four K UHD TV. Oh no, is that is that where you was playing the Monster Hunter at when you made that post? Uh, when, when? Yesterday. Oh, you just like I just, I just threw, I just threw a random GIF up there. But yes, I have, I did spark up Monster Hunter on this, on this, on this television, and oh my god, running, 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 running with ray tracing and and HDR and freaking DLSS from the Nvidia card that I have right now. It's like, it's like it's a whole new game. I'm almost tempted to start over with a brand new character and play the game from the beginning just to see. <laughs> I guess you just want to do it. <laughs> I, yeah. I I I would literally want to see it because you, when you said that I got super happy. I'm just like, oh, this has got to be bunkers crazy. I, I I would just have to figure out my my OBS settings and stuff like that because I mean I mean this 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 new TV is like a whole it 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 produces it brings a whole new element to my computer setup and stuff like that. So I got to learn my way around this television. But the stuff I was and, and speaking of my gaming get down, like I'm still playing yeah. I'm still playing Foregone and yes, I, I and I and I just beat the third boss. Like I was, I was playing last night. I was playing last night. It was the it was the boss that 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 teleports, right? That one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh. So, uh, so I was playing last night, and when I realized I was right there at the boss, I was like, I need to stop because I'm half asleep, and and I don't want to screw this up. So, 
<laughs> so uh so i so i paused the game last night and went to bed i got this morning and one of the first things i did was to turn the game on i fought the boss <laughs> and yes. and i it took me two tries like I, I screwed up really bad because um i thought i knew i thought i knew the, the patterns for the boss and everything mm-hmm. but but there was one it little thing that well no he did the same he did the same he he, he has the pattern. He, he has four different attacks, but it's all like a pattern. But um, but but it's kind of like you know how like we hit a like we hit a oh shit mode sometimes when we're getting when we're getting done dirty by something. This yeah. boss, this mm-hmm. boss, kind of went into that the first the first fight, and it screwed me up. And I was like, and I was like, I, I didn't have enough time to regenerate and heal because you do have a power where you can regenerate yourself instantly. But yeah. you, but well, it, you regenerate, you can regenerate instantly, but it takes time to regenerate. So like. So like depending on how much power you have into it, you can regenerate your whole health bar. But you have to you have to have a nice break in the game for a second to do it. But uh, but I didn't have enough time, so I so I lost the first time. But I was ready for it the second time when I came back, and he's and he said he was going to go bonkers again. I was like, oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I said, know what you about to do? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and, and see, I had the uh, gunshots. And that's why I said that was the only reason why I died because uh, there was no hit detection with it. Actually, I got, actually, I, I I went in using using like the like, like her short sword, and I was doing pretty good. But I needed a little more range, so I had to switch. So I switched back to the gunchucks for the second fight for the second time I encountered him, and I had a better fight because also like I'm like a gunchucks master. Like I was I was I'm like you know what this game reminds me a lot of Metroid. It's not a Metroidvania game. It's not. It's not a Metroidvania game. And what's that other? The, what, what's that other tr- game that classified as? Like, I think like like Castlevania. No, 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 no. Not. It's not like. Okay, it's got some. It's got some Castlevania appeal to it. As a matter of fact, Metroid and Castlevania are t- are typical games. They're they're similar games. Like well, especially the old school ones. But um, but this is not a Metroidvania game. It feels more honestly like a Metroid game without all the backtracking. Um. Yeah. Uh... But um. But at the same time, what. What's those games like um, Katana Zero and Dead Cells? What what, like, what do they call that genre? Uh, roguelike. Yeah, it's not like that either. It's 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 honestly just a pure platforming game. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. It, it is. You know, and it's and it's pretty straightforward. Like anybody that anybody that that knows their way around these games will have will have a will have a fun time, and it'll be and it, and it won't be like this 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 frustrating romp. Like I mean, at the very beginning when you're when you're as weak as you are, yeah, it might be frustrating, but. But now you know, like I said, like I just I just top up my third boss, and the bosses to me, even though they're still a challenge, it feels like they're getting easier. But it's just because of the level of skill that I'm at right now. Yeah, because I'm about I think I'm about to get close to the fourth boss because mm-hmm. I am I just beat that that uh, that little part. Anything else, Laura? Uh, what my game get down? Oh yeah, and then and then just beyond that, like like I said, I'm learning my way around a new television and a new graphics card. So I was screwing around. I was I was playing Tekken for a little while last night. I was back on Monster Hunter, messing around with HDR settings and all that stuff. So so I'm kind of all over the place right now. But but the current main game right now is uh is Foregone, okay. which I'm still recommending. Go ahead and get that. It's only twenty. Oh. it might be back. It might be up to twenty five dollars now, but it's only twenty dollars when um when I got it. Or, yeah, I, I it's it, it's literally like. Like I, I think I told you that it may be in my game of the year nomination because oh, I'm wow. definitely I'm literally enjoying this game. Uh, so my game get down same as Leron playing Foregone. Like I spent it's it's such a good game to play at night before you go to bed. Um, 
Because it's just like you'll take maybe you think you can run the game like a forty-five to an hour um to like grind and know good and well you'll be like two or three hours up and stuff. But it's like some good free time before you hit go to go to bed. Um, really good. Um, picked up Pikmin three. Love this edition. Wait, wait, that game is actually released. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I did uh, down. Oh, oh, we'll talk about it during the, the partner. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh. Pikmin 3, uh, love this edition. It, it feels easier and smoother. Um, it looks good on my uh 65-inch TV. Like <laughs> the graphics is still crystal clear. And seeing the water and the Pikmin, just like I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Listen, do. And I played the so I played the demo version of uh control for cloud on the cloud edition. Um, how is that? I I thought I thought about it, but I'm tempted to buy the whole game to do a review. Like it, I I played Mm. in enhanced performance, and it was really good because my uh, what was cool is like it shows the internet bar like on the top right, and mine was full, so everything was kind of running smooth and everything. And I want to play, I want to play it just like kind of compare it and everything and talk about it. If this if if this game runs smooth like smooth like that, and someone said, I think it was uh someone inside gaming which is like if cd project red could do 2077 on switch do cloud and it looks the same way like anything anybody else like there might be a little graphical problems um i may double buy this game like i i may just be like okay i need this on i'm like i guess i got the xbox version um and only reason i'm getting the xbox one version is i like that cover on that green that yellow on that green looks beautiful mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> Cause I was I was talking to Jesse. I'm just like, should I get this digitally or should I get it physical? And he was just like, whatever you feel comfortable with. I'm like, I kind of like feel like getting it physical because I want that art uh, on the cover. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 come on Switch and it runs like uh, if it runs good as the control demo or if control has no problems and uh, Cyberpunk has no problems running on cloud for Switch, I may double dip and buy it there. Um, because I wasn't having no problems with it. it. It was really, it was running fine. And I'm just like, this feels smoother. And it's the uh, ultimate edition for it. See, so I think it's all the DLC and everything. See, I already have the ultimate edition for it on PC. So I'm, I know, I know for sure I'm not gonna get it, uh, get it on, um, on Switch. Even though, like, I may just try that that demo version that's out just to see how it runs. Yeah, it was running at 60 frames per second. It was running mm-hmm. real smooth. Well, you um, know what? That's the one thing I've noticed. A lot of games on Switch run at 60 frames. I'm not sure it's because like it the the pocket environment that the Switch technically is, or mm-hmm. if it's or if it's something else. Uh were you wait, were you playing in were you playing handheld mode or dock mode? I was playing dock. And it ran at 60. It ran at 60. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I think the only problem that I had was the camera control. Uh I think it's the sensitivity. So I just have to adjust it. But I'm tempt I I think I might buy this cloud edition and like replay the game and compare it to the Xbox One version. Um because I know the PS4 version had problems, but I'm like if because they had enhanced graphics or enhanced performance. And when I did enhanced performance, I'm like the game already looks good graphically. Every so, every platform had problems with that game, like yeah. every platform: Xbox One, PS4, PC. <laughs> every platform had problems <laughs> with that game. Like I mean, all you if you need clarification on that, just watch the, the Digital Foundry video. <laughs> yeah, you know, which and I, I love those guys. 
I, I love those I, guys. I tweeted out uh, to Digital Foundry, like, because I kind of want them to kind of uh, come on Boss Rush. Uh, hopefully they do. Uh, really? I tweeted, uh, yeah, really? I, I want them to come on because it would be I, cool, actually. It would be cool. Yeah, because I think uh, you definitely got to be on the show, Laurent. Because I think, oh, about... yeah, no, they're not gonna, they're not, they're gonna, they're not gonna make me look like a rank amateur of my knowledge of PC stuff. Because <laughs> my thing, my thing is like uh, we talked about Digital Foundry, like they became popular. I think personally because of them covering Nintendo stuff and doing Switch and doing those comparisons and, and seeing everything, and it was just like wow. No, they, they they got more they got more broad appeal because they started they started covering Nintendo Switch and I mean and let's be honest with you like Nintendo Switch is a fascinating platform to like look at because I mean Nintendo is trying to put the big big boys with some of these games like I mean Final Fantasy twelve mm-hmm. uh, 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 the Witcher three uh, you know like they're playing they're they're trying to play with the, uh, I say trying they're playing with the big boys they're they're playing with they the big boys out there, you know and it's almost like and it's almost like the Switch punches above his weight class you know sometimes like I mean like look at Burnout Paradise uh, the that, that re-released on the Switch. It looks it looks phenomenal. Like I and I'm a Burnout fan. I I mm-hmm. I, I ran that game into the ground, pun intended, <laughs> on PS3, and then almost bought and, and then I almost it. bought the Ultimate Box on um, I, on, I have on PC. I have the 360 version and I have the uh the uh HD version on Xbox One. Like the yeah. physical cover. Like I rebought the game twice, think, and I still haven't started the game. I'm excited mm-hmm. though. My thing was I wasn't going to get it anymore because like they weren't going to add any new content to it. Like they're giving us basically the Burnout Paradise, uh, the 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 box, you know, the box which is everything that w- was up uh, on the game up to that point. And I knew they weren't going to give us anything, so I was like, I don't need to like spend extra money on this. They're not going to give us anything new, and yeah, it technically is remastered. And stuff like that, but you know, when you walk into Best Buy and you see the game on a flash sale for like twenty bucks on the Switch, and I'm like, you know oh, what? Yeah. You know what? I can always boost my uh, my Switch library, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the game looks and the game looks great on Switch. And it's like and it's like man, like I need to stop giving this Nintendo system so much <laughs> so much stuff because it's like the only time I play the only time I play Switch is when I'm absolutely bored of everything else. I love Splatoon. I gotta get my Splatoon in. I gotta buy. I still gotta buy Splatoon too. I heard it's so what? good. It's so fun. Yeah. I, can, can I? I with Splatoon literally dropped for Wii U day one, I was at work buying it. Like, no, no pun intended. I took the copy out, put it to the side with my name, be like, if you touch this game, we will have a situation at hand. <laughs> Ed. I love Splatoon. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? No. I'm, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> we had to talk about what uh, situation at hand me <laughs> uh, but yeah that's oh. what i've been getting down to of course breath of the wild like i'm really enjoying breath of the wild doing the yeah shine. i saw yeah i saw you playing it i saw you playing it on um on my uh on my on my switch uh, dashboard i guess you can call it i, I, yeah. I was like oh it's playing breath of the wild go go ahead <laughs> yes, i i get it uh and getting ready to play. oh and also final fantasy 7 um i got sucked back in so <laughs> that i posted I... i'm doing final fantasy 12 on Xbox One, Final Fantasy Seven on PlayStation Four, and Final Fantasy Nine on Switch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can I I refuse to play the original Final Fantasy Seven again. I refuse. Like I, I've 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 spent over 999 hours on that original game back when it was brand new on the PlayStation on PS One. I I I refuse. Like I am only playing the the remake, and I, I'm playing it on PS Five. Because I, that that big ass patch just dropped, 
uh, to to like update. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That big ass pass just dropped, updated, and everything. They're getting ready, and I'm like, you know what, PS5. So I, I have to pick. I may have to go buy Final Fantasy Remake. Um, so um, of course, be ready for uh, PlayStation Five and everything. Um, but I kind of wanted to. I, I want to get it ready for see if it's Game of the Year material. Um, for wait, with Final Fantasy Seven Remake. remake? Yeah, okay. so remake to see if it's game of the year material because right now on my right now on my plate, um, I got Immortals, Cyberpunk, Harbor Warriors. Um, I I know Call of Duty is going to be in December. I told Jesse that I'm put I'm not buying it when it comes out. I am pushing it. Watchdog Legions. I am I had to push that one out the way, uh, for a little bit. But I do want to play it, um, Nelly. Uh, because I'm like, I, I own the first one, I love the second one, and I'm just like, it, it'll be crazy for me not to get three to complete the collection. That's just unfair. Oh, yeah. I, how can I do that to Tomb Raider and not do it for Watch Dogs? So, um, I have a lot of stuff on my plate <laughs> and everything. But I want to get me some... Too. Yeah, I want to, because I think I'm a... <sighs> this is the thing. Several remake I'm going to do for PlayStation 5. I mean, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 to see if it's ready. Uh, I mean, if it's Game of the Year material. But then I'm just like, I kind of want the whole thing on Xbox. It's it's very weird. Um, and then prepare for next year. Oh, goodness. We'll we'll get about that <laughs> later. But oh, we're going to yeah. get... Yeah, because, man, that Monster Hunter Rise... That, thank you, LeBron, once again for giving me that link for that pre-order. I am, <laughs> dude, I'm, I, dude, like I am hyped about that game. That Bravely Default Two Super Mario 3D World, uh, plus Bowser's Furry. Like I cannot wait for all of these Nintendo games. And then when I get my Series Six and PlayStation Five, and like a lot of more games rolled out. Man, it's going to be a good 2021 if they can do it right. But we're going to get into this mini boss talk because CD Projekt Red delay is not only for more polish, but to get a Metacritic score. So I was watching Inside Gaming and it was kind of doing a story called The Real Reason Why the Game Got Pushed Back. Um, so, of course, they're trying to get it polished for like um, all these systems and everything, but they're really trying to get it uh, to a Metacritic score of 90+. Plus. And I think it's because of bonus-wise. I think if they get the reviews that's really positive about it and it's over 90+, plus, uh, I think those bosses get uh, extra money uh, for it. Because uh, uh, a lot of companies do that. Like, if you meet a certain Metacritic score, um, depending on what the sales are, if the sales in that score like, like resonate good, um, good revenue for it, then those bosses get an uh, extra bonus and not the employees. Okay, I'm curious. Where's this article at? I need to read this because because so, I I I I'm believing CD Projekt Red when they're saying that they were trying to have a a contiguous launch across all platforms so, because because let's be real like the game is ready on pc there's nothing else they need to do for it the game is ready for the and and and, and not the mince words or anything i feel like once they realized how close dang it i thought sure i'm muted my phone sorry it's okay <laughs> <laughs> um but um but 
when when they realized that their timetable put was putting their launch of their game closer to the the next gen consoles, I guarantee they use they they shifted to make it to make it a priority for the new consoles. Uh, uh, but but that's just me speculating on that one. But I have a I have a very strong feeling that that's one thing that happened. And so they so a lot of the QA that's happening right now is for the current gen consoles, the ones that we have in our in our hands right now, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I actually believe that statement. Um, now, of it's inside gaming on they did the reporting. Uh, if it wasn't yesterday, it was Thursday, so it's on YouTube. There is video uh, about it, um, for it. So if you guys want to watch it, I'll, I'll I'll have to watch it later because this this is kind of out of left field, and I feel like and I feel like this is that, and I feel like this is the same problem that Kotaku and some of these other these other like gaming journalism things have, mm-hmm. like they. Like sometimes they they bring st- and they sometimes they bring out articles with headlines that are guaranteed to generate hits. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying that's particularly, but CD Projekt Red has been very transparent about it. You know, like and and in my opinion, if 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 Metacritic is a factor, and you know they're looking they're looking to actually like hedge in on a super bonus and stuff like that. With everything that was that was explained to us about the latest series of crunches and like the latest the, the latest delay and everything. Why would they choose now to not be transparent about it? You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem right with just based on the reporting. Because there are because of the popularity of Metacritic. When Metacritic started getting traction um above people using it and they're seeing this review scores, um a a lot of uh, unbeknownst to us, a lot of people in the industry started adding that as part of a bonus thing for the higher ups and not so much the employees because there are people who there when stories like these come out you secretly find out that they was hoping to get a higher metacritic score um so that's why they'll uh delay or they'll try to get the game polished or try to market and try to get it out there to really sell because they know that if the metacritic score is high that 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 will be attached to the game for them for them to sell more and that's mm-hmm. more money for those uh, higher executives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Nelly, what are your thoughts about it? I just want my game. Yes, <laughs> yes. Same I really here. do. You know, you know. I don't and know I, if that's selfish or not, but, but I really well, just actually uh, we're we're at that cusp now where we're starting to get impatient now. Like we, I mean, you know. As gamers, we as gamers because of a lot of botched uh, a lot of the botched launches from from video games in in the past and stuff like that. You know, we we always say like we will forgive you for delaying a game to launch a good product. You know, mm-hmm. versus versus charging us sixty bucks for a product and then charging us an additional thirty dollars for a season's pass and then charging us nickel and dime. You know, like like charges here or there just so you can complete your game. You know, so you, I so I always. I think I can speak for a lot of gamers out there. Like, you know, we, we just had, we will hit a fatigue at a certain point when it's like, it was like, come on guys, just give us a damn game. <laughs> well, it's just, it's the, this is the thing about it. Uh, it's, it's the Zelda delay. So we know Zelda takes all close to five years for them to go into the dev- development because they are delayed. And when it comes out, it's a real pop, pop, uh, polished game that we'll all keep talking about for years. Whether we, whether people want to rank it or it's their favorite or not or talk about it, there's something about it that that delay that they get 
people don't act negatively to it. They're always just like, take your time, get the game right, do what you need to do, or add what you need to add. When uh, this ooh, game, ooh, ooh, teacher, teacher, can I? Ooh, raising my hand. Ooh, go ahead, Laurent. <laughs> is it also because Nintendo? <laughs> is it also because Nintendo fans are are cut are cut from a different cloth than than regular general gaming fans are? No, no, actually not. No. Oh. And I would oh, tell you, oh okay, and I would, okay. And I would and I would tell you why. Um, uh, because um, there should be sometimes there sometimes there is anger, but it's not. It's not the level of anger where there's death threats. It's not a level of anger where um, they want to uh, de- uh, DDoS you or, you know, just go off the rails and stuff. Um, because of Cyberpunk kind of having the same cycle and it's become such a most anticipated game, there are people who cannot handle what a delay, that, that kind of level of delay. Um, that's, I, that's fair. I, I, I feel like Nintendo Nintendo knows that they, they're delaying their stuff because they want quality. And over the years, they have been known for great quality. Some of the games has been up and down, but it hasn't been like, well, we got to put we got to push it out because the budget is up and we don't have time and everything. No, Nintendo would be like, we want to make sure that everything is in right is in place. Cyberpunk is in such... Uh, Cyberpunk is where they want to polish it polish it up so they don't have to do the work like Nintendo has to do work and stuff. They want to make sure that everything that you guys been waiting for we want to push it out. This is I always used to uh, um, what is uh, what is that? Uh, Duke Nukem. For, for, is it Duke Ooh. Nukem Forever? Ooh. Or um, yeah. It's Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, okay, yeah. It's Duke so, Nukem Forever. The way that Duke Nukem Forever was in development and went through everything and the way that that came out was kind of questionable content for a lot of people mm-hmm. um Nelly, that's his that's his code word for garbage i was thinking that but um <laughs> because i've heard reviews and i was really excited for duke nukem and well, I had a friend that used to work at GameStop, and he was like, "Everybody brought the damn game back." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Duke Nukem Forever, like it was, it was bad. It was yeah. bad. So he said I, it was a l- delay and everything, and it no, it wasn't. It wasn't the delay. It, it wasn't the delay. In all honesty, like the game was, the game was stuck in development hell. Like the game was under development for almost ten years. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and. and because there was times where they was going to get ready to show something, and then they delayed it, and then decided not to it show wasn't, it. Sometimes it wasn't delayed. Like the like the original studio that started it closed its doors. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about the developing studio. I'm talking about the publisher. Like it, it oh, started, yeah. it was pub, it was being published by one company, and then it got published by somebody else. Ultimately, when it released, yeah, uh, um, Gearbox, Gearbox did the publishing because they got the rights to it. Yeah, um, so uh, oh, companies. Really? Yeah, so companies are trying to avoid that kind of disaster and stuff. Excuse me. Um, uh, even with the well, not so much with uh, Die Katana. Um, that one was just bad in its own right. That one had troubles and everything. Uh, but I think companies are trying to avoid that. And CD Projekt Red, they've been doing this game for so long and working on it and. Ever since they showed the fresh trailer, you know, you would you didn't know what this game was going to be, and so they actually actually showed you what they had their idea of this world. 
uh, world is. And so it's going to sell. Um, will it be Game of the Year material? At this point in time, I don't think so. Oh God! Um, oh, really? I, I don't. Really? Think, I don't. I don't think. Really? I don't. I don't think it's game of the year material yet until a lot of people uh, until we get it in our hands. Okay. 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 That, okay. That that I get. But look at the pedigree from CD Projekt Red. Look at the pedigree mm-hmm. of games. Mm-hmm. Like they've got. They've got. They've literally got a game that has been on every modern system. <laughs> But don't forget, <laughs> and it's coming, forget, and it's coming out for two brand new but, systems. But but don't forget, CD Projekt Red was mainly PC before they hit consoles, and so a PC okay. crowd would PC okay, crowd would have. I mean, it's like even with the Bethesda stuff, it's just like Bethesda was such a PC company that for a lot of their games until they start coming to console, we as console gamers who weren't playing PC, we didn't know that world of gaming in uh, a sense. Actually, I feel like I feel like the. Hmm, let's see. I know for sure The Witcher 2 came Witcher out 2, on the consoles. It came to 360, but nobody was really talking but about the, Witcher. But the Witcher but the Witcher 3 came out on every console plus plus PC. Um it had it, I'm having to check for sure, but I believe it had a simultaneous launch. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying mm-hmm. is like CD Project Red has built up a good reputation now and like and like and like and and honestly when you talk to people when you talk to people about games and stuff like that when you mention cd project red like everybody's like oh these guys built some great games and yeah the first witcher game was it was it was questionable it was questionable i'm not saying it was garbage i mean you know like it just was not everybody's cup of tea but you know like they revamped the game and uh, they revamped the series with witcher 2 and stuff like that and since then they've had a very a very you know, nice profitable uh, project, you know, mm-hmm. with The Witcher, stuff like that. So, and this is, and Cyberpunk is the entire studio developing a game from the ground up. This is not, this is not half of their studios working on Witcher 4 and the right. other half is working on Cyberpunk. Everybody's all in on this game. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, okay, yeah, we can, we can say, we can say in all fairness that it doesn't, it, it, it shouldn't be game of the year material right now because nobody has a finished product in their hand. But you think, you really think that this won't be a contender? Period. I don't think it's. I don't think it would be a. I don't think it would be a, a contender. I think until people play and finish this game, looking at it, some people would just be like, "Oh, this is already my game of the year." Like uh, they're giving it nominations without even playing it or and stuff. And so I, I, I don't think it's fair enough to say that this is game of the year until people play it and complete it. Because what if you, what if you are bedazzled by what you see and then get it, get it to the actual game and then it just you stop caring about for some certain stuff or wish some things could be better and everything. Um, you know how gamers, how we get, we're, we'll get fickle. We'll see the new next new shiny thing and jump on it and forgot that this old shiny thing that we were so hyped about is, is there in our system and we'll take it out and play that new shiny thing. And that old, that the other thing becomes our backlog. Don't, don't, so, make, don't, don't make me use your word, your own words against you. <laughs> oh, you can <laughs> Oh, because uh, because uh, what's uh, what's that what's that Zelda game that 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 Hyrule Warriors? Don't, Hyrule don't, Warriors. Don't. 
<laughs> we had we had the we had the entire boss rush team on ch- on chat digging into you after you said what you said a few a few weeks ago. What what did I say? You said you said that uh and, and you know it's funny because like it it also sparked because of uh because of Cyberpunk. You said that you said that Hyrule Warriors is now is now your game of the year because of so much stuff going on with Cyberpunk. It's I, right. I no I if I did say game of the year. I re- what I meant was it's like it was my game of November for next month. It's my highlight. Oh yeah, that's, that's it. Because yeah, the, yeah. the thing because the thing about it is, and I t- Leron, didn't I tell you I'm buying Cyberpunk and then I'm buying Hyrule Warriors. So it's not like it's, I, my anticipation for Cyberpunk has died down, has gone away because of so much of the delays. I've been I was ready to buy this game and play it like everybody else, but now that they push it out the way, okay, I have three weeks. To uh, get Hyrule Warriors Edge of Calamity and get through that game. I'm sold on the demo. The game looks fantastic. It plays great. I'm like, okay, this needs to be all Breath of the Wild 2. Like, this fast pace, this clean action, everything, this needs to be what it needs to be. I'm not saying that, oh, downside of Cyberpunk got moved. Cyberpunk can be can become my December game uh, that I want to play. I'm not saying that I'm not going to buy it. I bet you I'll be like everybody else who's getting the game. I'm just because I'm getting a physical, I'll be playing it where everybody else is playing it. I'm gonna be playing Immortals of uh, Phoenix Rising, like everybody else. So it's not, not me. like I not me. <laughs> oh because <laughs> I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. So why am I gonna play Immortals Phoenix Rising when, when that game looks just, like it looks like a copy wait, of Wait, you'd be like, uh, <laughs> a copy of it? Yeah. But, but like it's, your lost twin. But it's but it's less it feels like Playing the demo of Hyrule Warrior, I'm so sold on it that like I can't wait to experience what the story is and what the gameplay and the characters and everything. And if it keeps me hyped up and if I'm loving the music, it can become can become a contender for a game of the year. When I get Cyberpunk, um, I'm going to be playing that like it's like it's nobody's business, like everybody. And if it does great, and I feel like I'm like wow, this is this now feels like giving the year material. It feels it. I'm I wasn't sold on the on I wasn't sold on the trailers and everything because I always feel like those trailers were just CGI cut trailers, like they were automatic and nobody was playing them. Like they were, they came from the computer development, and it's not anything of the actual game until I actually get to play the game. So I wasn't so I wasn't sold on that. I'm not knocking Cyberpunk 2077. I don't I I because right now at this point in time, I don't think it's game of the year material. Some people may think it may think it is. That's great. How, rooting rooting everybody for that who thinks that. I just think at this point now, I don't think it's game of the year material until I get that game in my hand. You know what? After talking to you guys about it, I think I just realized something. Maybe my fanboy is showing a little too much because, like, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is my is my is my most anticipated game for 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 the twenty twenty year. Yeah, it is. So I think I think I may have to stop making appearances on all the podcasts until the game no. is out and I've no. had and, and I've had at least twenty hours on it because. No, <laughs> no that, that's that's completely fine because Ghost of Tsushima was my game, my most anticipated game. Like I I. Ever since I seen the first trailer of Ghost of Tsushima for PlayStation, I'm like, oh, I need this now. And it was Sucker Punch. I love Sucker Punch. So I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a day one purchase. Now, what the struggle was is that they put it in the same month with Paper Mario Origami King. And I just, after I seen that Paper Mario, I lost my whole mind. <laughs> and I was just like, 
Nintendo is Sony. Why are y'all doing this to me in, <laughs> in the same month? But yeah, if it's your most anticipated, of course. Be LeBron, I'm going to be hitting you up to be like, dude, have so much fun. Enjoy the game. Like, you don't think I'm not going to support anyone who has an anticipated game? Dude, I'm going to be like, enjoy it. If you want to stream it, stream it on your beautiful TV. I am <laughs> excited for you to see this game. And I want you to I want you to sound off as much as you want to sound off because when Hyrule Warriors drop, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna sound literally off, even yeah. though I might have to work that day. The only thing, the only thing I have left to do to get ready for Cyberpunk now is a new graphics card. Like technically, the graphics card I'm running right now is is a is a tester card. It's not even the official card that I'm supposed to have. Like so, so yeah, that's the only thing. Like I mean, honestly, if for you know, on a on a on a plus side. Like I'm actually glad like we're getting these delays because like I don't mm-hmm. have everything in order just yet to play Cyberpunk the way I want to play it. So I'm I'm actually glad because like because like I've already made my decision now. Like because of the whole fiasco with the Nvidia graphics cards, the 3080, I still can't get one. But yeah, AM- a lot of people can't get one still. But AM- but AMD AMD's coming out with the uh, with the uh, with the with the uh, 6800 XT, and that's the one I'm going to get. Besides, that card is more powerful than a 3080. So, and, so in, Nvidia messed up in my opinion. And Nelly, I I know you have to step away uh, soon. Uh, I I will say this. I cannot wait for us to play the game and talk about the characters and what decisions that we that we have because that's going to be fun. I think it's the Breath of the Wild thing where you want to know where people went and what people did, even though you don't want other parts spoiled or spoiled about it. Boy, I is, there, see... is there a Mass Effect kind of like narrative in this game? I hadn't heard that, but I've, I've also I've also done what I do with a lot of game with a lot of games I anticipate. I check out after a certain amount of trailers come out. Like I stop looking at the trailers because I don't. I haven't seen any of the. I haven't seen any of the last. Like I, I feel like there's been twenty something trailers for this game. Mm. Since that, since that forty-five minute video, that was pure gameplay, and I'm like, in after after that one came out, that was the last thing I decided I was going to watch for Cyberpunk. I think the last one I seen was the Keanu Reeves, and then everything else I haven't seen. Like even the forty-five minute gameplay, I didn't see. The forty-five minute um, gameplay was like the second thing they showed for that game. It was the second. It was literally like the second trailer. Well, it was like the, it was like the second presentation. Now, I, I say trailer, but it was like the second presentation. It was the second thing they did for their campaign for the game. Because was it was it the guy that got he got shot or something in the car? Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. the other dude. Okay, so yeah, I, cause I seen that one, but I didn't see like a whole level get play. I seen that. I seen it when they first that's did it. Probably that's probably why you having such a hard time. Like everybody else has seen this and you haven't, and it was one of the first things they showed in the game. This well, is what I, this is what I, honestly that part that part, uh, that part I seen when because <coughs> the because he was with the black boss and the two other well, no, women. No, 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 you saw the you saw the opening. You didn't see the actual forty five minute gameplay that followed that part. You didn't see the, that. Is that the second gameplay one? I it thought was, it was another it was, one. No, no, that was the that was the whole thing. That was the that only was, thing. That was a whole one, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was, yeah, like you, I'm not saying they, they did a game, they did a gameplay one. They did, they showed they showed a real quick thing about like how the tech is supposed to work with the equipments and, and with the equipment and how you can change out things on the fly mm. and stuff like that. But you missed you missed an integral part of them showing off what this game is going to be ultimately when we get in our hands. And I think that is your disconnect. Why you're why you're why. I, I I understand now. Like it, you you missed something. You you, <laughs> and and I'm not and I'm not and I'm not saying this you know in a way to make you look bad or anything. No, but no, I, no. 
But I think this is what I think this is where your disconnect is at, and why it's and why like when guys like me and Logan and Nelly and oh I know Corey's not all one hundred percent on board with and stuff like that, but um but but you know like why there's like a whole faction of us on the Boss Rush team that are like yes like this game is going to be amazing and it's because you miss this one thing that you don't you, you don't quite get why we're saying this already. And and, and and just think if, if if a whole faction of the Boss Rush crew is saying, yes, this game is going to be the it game. Just imagine the rest of the gaming community around the world that saw that video, too. Which I which I agree, which I agree. I think it was I think it was just that I think, like I say, everything that I was seeing just felt so like if this is a cutscene stuff that this is not the actual game running and mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe that 45 minute one that I did see because I. Cause it wasn't I, I don't know if it was a female narrator that might have been the first gameplay one that they was and everything, um. So, uh, but like I said, I'm going to get it. I can't wait to talk to you guys. What we choose, what decisions we made. I, and I, I remember go getting that. I remember getting up at four o'clock in the morning to see that. That was an event. Yeah, and that was I've been event. following them on their Twitch channel too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I nice. Got, I got up at four o'clock in the morning. Like it was a four o'clock on a Monday on a morning on an odd day too. So it wasn't like I had to be up anyway just because I had to go work out. Like I got up four o'clock in the morning to watch that thing. You know what? I do the same thing. I everybody who knows me, when I when it's a Nintendo Direct, anything a, a Nintendo Mini that I see, you already know that I have a snack list that I'm going to target uh to get and then come back to watch it. No, yeah, I don't people. I don't even do that for Star Trek. I did that for Cyberpunk. So that should let you know something. <laughs> <laughs> And Star well, Trek and Star Trek usually drops on CBS All Access at like one, two a.m. Mm-hmm. I don't even get up that early to watch Star Trek. <laughs> well, we're gonna quickly go to our next story. The Nintendo partner Mini Direct was unexpected, and they unexpectedly killed it. This show bravely defaults to story of seasons, pioneers of Olive Town, surviving the aftermath, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Hitman Three, Control, Cloud Editions, No More Heroes One to Three, Part Time UFO, and Hybrid Warriors: Age of Calamity. Um, No More Heroes they have uh one and two available on Switch with three coming out next year. Um, Part Time UFO is it seems like it's an indie game. Like good job that Nintendo is publishing. Um, I don't know who made that one yet. Um, but uh, of course they showed Immortals and Hyrule Warriors. They ended by just kind of letting people know that the demo was out and then you know the game was coming out. Uh, and people went crazy for Bravely Default too. So, um, and Story of Seasons look fine too and everything. But did you guys watch the, uh, watch the um uh, the mini direct? You know what? I, I, I this did. this is. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I I saw it. I saw it. In, I saw it in hindsight. I saw it afterwards. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, you know these 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 Nintendo directs, like they just show up, and it's, <laughs> and and for me being and for me being not a not a full blown Nintendo fan and stuff like that, I don't keep track of everything Nintendo. So when so like so like I went through half the day and then I was like, oh, there was a direct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, this one, Nintendo didn't even tweet that they was doing it. They just dropped it. They literally okay. just like okay, this. here, okay. You know what? This is. I will say this: only Nintendo can get away with that because if Microsoft or Sony tried to pull that, where we're like, hey, we just dropped a whole bunch of stuff about some upcoming games that we know you want to play, the entire world would be set on fire. <laughs> yeah, and, you had to head. You had to head out. 
Yeah, I'm gonna head out. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, actually, go, go ahead, go ahead and say, go ahead and say anything you say about on this real fast because yeah, you know, and, and, you know me, yeah. I'll get, I'll get long winded. And go ahead and plug too. <laughs> okay. So, no, I didn't see the Nintendo Direct, uh, but I am excited for the Hyrule Warriors game. I didn't play the first one for the. Well, it came out on Wii, I think. Wii U at first. Yeah, Wii U. So I want to play that and then play the second one. But They have uh, the first uh, one on Switch also. Oh, okay. So I don't have to go back that far. I still have my Wii U, but okay. Yeah, I'm not buying a Wii U to play any game. Like, if it don't come to Switch, I, I won't play have. it. Once Nelly leave, I'm going to have words with you about that. But oh. go ahead, Nelly. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. But if you are interested in following me, I am on Twitch under breathface underscore 87. I haven't been active for a minute due to school, but I plan to start streaming again. And you can also catch me on Twitter at Planet Nelly. Uh, Nelly is spelled N3LLIE. Yes. And, and also, everybody, catch her, and catch her on Crossroads on Tuesdays. Yes. Yes. I, I don't, I'm blanking out because I, I got to kind of rush now. <laughs> all right. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, oh, before you leave, what is your one game death? Like your dumb game death in the game? Death? Yeah. Oh, jumping off a cliff, even though I know I shouldn't be jumping <laughs> off a cliff. I, I, I did that plenty of times in Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm like, I think I can clam down. Nope. Are uh, you somebody? <laughs> and then she just leaps. <laughs> yeah, it should be <laughs> slide down a rock like. Because <laughs> I, I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Nelly. We will see you next time. All right, I would try to stay. I would definitely try to stay longer next time. Bye. All right, love you guys. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so yeah. Okay. My thing was I missed Nintendo partner the mini the partner mini direct because like I remember one I didn't know it was coming and you know now maybe that's just a maybe this is a oversight on my part because uh because I because I don't really keep track of Nintendo stuff like I usually just get my news later anyway so so of course you know like when everybody else is like hey did you know there's a Nintendo Direct today and like no we didn't know there's a Nintendo Direct today I was like no I didn't know there was a Nintendo Direct today I was like one of those people. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't know about it until everybody was talking about it on Twitter and in the yeah. chat. I'm like, wait, wait, they were, huh? What? Like the, like so, the last, like the last Nintendo Partner Direct I knew that was quote unquote planned was the one for Monster, the one for Capcom and Monster Hunter. Yeah, and the and the Nintendo said that they was gonna have on Wednesday. Uh, Nintendo just like here's the, here's our Twitter page. Drop. Have yeah. fun, everybody. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Since the Monster Hunter one, what? There's been two different. There's been two more, right? Including this one, or is it? Or is there three, including this one? It's it's so it's been one per month. So I think they did one in August. They did one in September, uh, and then this month is the last one. So there's no more directs for the rest of the year, um, so, for it. So yeah, so um, I did watch. I did watch it after the fact, you know, once because I want to say like when I found out there was a partner direct, I didn't, I couldn't really watch anything until like late in the evening. And, and also right. I was trying, I was trying to close out my week because it's been a bear of a week for me with work stuff and stuff like that. So. 
It was one of those. It was one of those. Actually, wait. It was Thursday night. It had to be Thursday night. Yeah, because uh, Friday I didn't watch anything video game related at all because I had the, I had this new television and stuff that I was calibrating and stuff <laughs> like that. So that took up all my time. And 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 and, and I'm kind of glad my boss was kind of forgiving because he found out I got a new TV and he kind of like let me slide the rest of the day for work. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I did. So yeah, it was Thursday night when I saw it. I want to say I saw it like a, a, after nine o'clock or something like that. Some of the stuff that jumped out at me, Bravely Default too. Like I know there's a lot of people who love that game. Bravely Default, the original one, didn't really jump out at me on 3DS. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be on that train for it. But it looks great. It looks great. It look. It, it looks and it looks better than the Bravely Default game. Oh yeah. I, I'm in I'm in this weird place now because because a lot of people that have heard me on the podcast know like whether it's Boss Rush podcast or whether it's Crossroads and stuff like that they know that RPGs just aren't really my thing anymore. I pick and choose the RPGs I play. So Bravely Default was not a, was not an RPG that I was going to jump on, and I definitely am not. I definitely am not a big fan of, of SD RPGs, which stands for Super Deformed, meaning your characters look like little like little like little munchkins versus yeah. like real people. Uh, the last. The last RPG for Nintendo for that was a Nintendo exclusive that I thought about seriously playing, and I'm kind of kicking myself now, is, uh, is Xenoblade Chronicles because uh, I actually got Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS and never played it. So they got forty dollars for me. They didn't. They didn't need to get forty dollars for them. And but I almost, but I almost bought it. I, I'm I'm debating on buying it again, but I'm kind of mad at myself because I because I should have pre-ordered that that collector's edition when it was a thing. But um, but yeah. So that's kind of the way I am. So Bravely Default, it looks Bravely Default Two looks great, and I know people are going to enjoy that game because yeah. it had it had like a cult following on 3ds and stuff it like that. It made Square Enix money, and it yeah. blew them out the water. Like this is a th- this and this is crazy saying this, so I'm probably going to get in trouble for it. But um, Bravely Default and um, Octopath Traveler probably was probably one of the highest and most surprising games from Square Enix that it kind of overshadowed Final Fantasy 15. Oh yeah, yeah, I can I can agree with that. Like I don't think it's going to get you in any trouble at all. I can agree with that because because Final Fantasy 15 is another game that had a development hell cycle. So there were a lot mm-hmm. of people, there were a lot of people who got fatigued waiting for that game to come out and then to think that the game didn't Final Fantasy 15 that we got was not the Final Fantasy 15 that was originally planned. And a lot of people were also aware of that. And, you know, um, so, yeah, so, so, Bravely Default and, um, and Octopath Traveler was definitely some, were definitely games that, that, you know, like, set Square Enix up for, if anything, I, I would say a comeback. Because uh, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, like, there's a whole bunch, it's it's a whole bunch of mixed, mixed, mixed emotions, you know, with those two games. And those are their hallmark games right now. Yeah. Um, it, it, story it, is, like... Story of Seasons. Story of Seasons. Am I mistaken? Is that like a Harvest Moon continuation? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, like um, you have to be in the you have to be in the you have to be in the mind frame of playing that game. Yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks good. Um, uh, but uh, but I'm one of those people. Like, if I'm gonna do a simulator, I'm gonna play freaking SimCity. <laughs> and that's just that's just the way I am. Say say that. That's that's just the way I am. But I get it, you know, because like there's me who pl- there's me that play games like SimCity and and City Skylines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there and there's people out there is like, look, I don't need that type of micromanagement in my life. Let me just go like 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 shovel some holes in the dirt. <laughs> And wait for the harvest. <laughs> See, the thing about me when it comes to Sim stuff, I I, I want to make like because I, I got Roller Coaster Tycoon three for a uh, Switch, which I don't. 
it, I'm on the fence of recommending. I don't think so because uh, the controls are weird. I'm just like, yeah, this game needs a mouse or this thing needs like, it's, and it's it's very weird because I love Roller Coaster Tycoon Three. It's and, hard for those games that are technically ports of pre-established games that come to the Switch, you know. Yeah. Um, and and some of it should be no brainer because like the, the Switch is touchscreen. Just just point just point your finger and drag and do what you need to do and stuff like that. Well, but, yeah, but, and but, they but don't. Still and not, yeah, it, and it doesn't have a reticle where you can move that to touch it in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh and no. Then, and then games like because Civilization Six is on there, and it's a completely different experience than um than than what it is on PC, mm-hmm. and and it still is problematic because people people are kind of expecting like the PC version, but but at the same time they know that the PC version can't work on the system, so you know it's it's you know it is what it is. Yeah. Um, surviving the aftermath. Uh, I wasn't it, feeling that one. Yeah, it looks. The premise looks okay. We just gotta see what happens when it comes out. Uh, yeah. Immortals Phoenix Rising. I've already said this on a previous Boss Rush podcast, and we even poked fun of it on, on Crossroads. This game looks like literally like like a clone of uh, Breath of the Wild, and uh, and like I, we even pointed out a side by side video on Crossroads about this. Like well, there was a, there was a comparison of Breath of the Wild versus uh versus uh immortals phoenix phoenix rising mm-hmm. and it's so strikingly similar that it's crazy and this is the funny part like people were smashing up their playstations you know because genshin impact looked yeah. like it may have been a clone and genshin impact is nowhere close to a clone of, uh, of, of breath of the wild and that game is hotcakes now yes yeah yeah and plus i love the whole fact that i can play it on my i can play on my tablet my phone or my PC and still pick up wherever I'm at with my with my original save file because it's cross save. Yeah. Yeah. But uh Immortal Springs Rising, I'm gonna have to I'm I'm gonna have to let I'm gonna have to let some of my fellow com- compatriots at um at Boss Rush handle that one because I'm so, not it's not it's not doing anything for me enough. So right me. now me and Corey are in the vein of getting it. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm getting it on Switch. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play it there. Uh, I think Corey might do the same thing, but I know I'll, I'll definitely get it on Switch, and I'll, re- I'll report back on it. Okay, okay. Let me let me know. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I will I will be getting it because I've got I've got other things going on as far as gaming goes. Like Cyberpunk is probably going to take a giant chunk of time out of my gaming yeah. out of my gaming, and I'm so glad Monster Hunter World hit end of life so that I can actually have time to devote onto a game now mm. <laughs> that's not Monster Hunter. Even though I'm like I said earlier, I'm thinking about going back into Monster Hunter because I got this. Shiny new equipment now. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So Hitman 3 and Control Cloud Editions. I am intrigued by this. I am intrigued by this. And and it looks like it looks like Nintendo's got some type of magic going on, you know, as far as that goes. Now, yeah, I know both of these games still are not gonna hit the same superiority to stand to stand side by side with the Xbox and the PlayStation versions, and of course the PC versions. But the fact that the fact that a game like Control can be played on the Switch. That's yeah. crazy. And just think it's going to get better because when the new Nintendo Switch comes out, and I'm not talking about the Pro, I'm talking about the second, the second Switch, whatever they decide to do, if they're still if they're going to use the same format that they did right that they did currently with the um with uh with the Switch, where they're still using in, in uh NVIDIA technology, the the, the tech mm-hmm. chips and all that stuff, they're gonna have access to DLSS, probably ray tracing and stuff like that. It's going to be crazy like nintendo nintendo might actually wind up coming back into the heavyweight class with of gaming they reported that they're looking into big tech 
to yeah. high tech stuff. So I'm well, like, I mean, I mean, Sony and Sony and Nvidia are partners, and 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 you know, and I guess they learned their lessons from whatever they did that screwed over Sony and wound up making Sony their competitor. <laughs> well, no, because um, I think I think Nintendo and Nintendo and Sony were using IBM. I think at the time. Because I think when the I because IBM did the blue sale for PlayStation Three, and I think they did one of the chips for Wii and Wii U. Well, no, no, I'm talking about going back in the day when Nintendo and Sony were partners for you know for Project Sixty Four. I'm talking about that far back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's not that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about current stuff because 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 nowadays nowadays with with all these manufacturers and stuff because like even look at. Even look at the systems right now. Like the like the two systems are using Nvidia technology for graphics and all mm-hmm. that, for graphics and and processing and stuff like that. So you know, like everybody's using common common stuff. You know, like um, I'm not sure who manufactures uh the screens for the Switch, but I want to say it's Samsung. You know, stuff like that. So you know, so you know, like er- probably, yeah, because Sam Samsung and their and their OLED stuff. I'll, wait, let actually, me ask you. Let me uh-huh. ask you a side question. Yeah. What if Nintendo got into bed with AMD? They would be they would be shooting themselves in the foot because they're such a deep partner right now with Nvidia. AMD? No, 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 Nintendo. Oh, no, right, right. But I'm but I'm saying, but what if they like for the next console they got into bed with AMD? Like they like Nvidia, but decided to be like, we want to go outside the competition since they're using kind of the same manufacturer. Well, and I know this. I, I know this. Some of my some of my um some of my friends some of my friends and some of my coworkers here at my job and st- at my job and stuff they would be loving that because right now like right now AMD is AMD is hitting all the right buttons. <sighs> AMD is hitting all the right buttons with their with their with their Ryzen processors right now. Like they're uh like they're like they're the the AMD graph the AMD Gradient mm-hmm. graphics cards are 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 starting to make a resurgence and stuff like that. So yeah, so. I, I I know for sure. Like there's a there's a good like a lot of the PC a lot of the PC gamers and stuff like that would actually look differently if Nintendo decided to get in bed with AMD. Is do you think there's to be a hotness factor? Like, oh, this is now getting real, or this is getting bunkers? Oh yeah. Oh, well, it would definitely be it. It definitely be like like Gwen Stefani said, getting bananas. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm uh, kind of now I'm kind of thinking. Okay, Laurent, you have to research and break this down to me because I'm just like Nintendo and AMD getting together. That's that's a blog I would love to see you write. Just like uh, what you think of the possibilities that could happen with that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities that could happen with that. Uh, it's 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 some good speculation. Hang hang on one second. Yes. So uh. Yeah, so that was the uh mini direct. Um, really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Bravely Default Two, like I said, I'm looking forward to that's coming out next year in February, along with, like I said, Super Mario 3D World. That's 120 dollars. Uh, that's ready to go. Uh, Story of Seasons, I think I'm gonna pick up because I like one of the Harvest Moon gang that uh I have like 50,000 pictures of, and just the the story's so not cynical and the writing is so good and I love it. Um, uh, like I talked to, I said, Mortal Phoenix Rising, I'm gonna get Surviving the Aftermath, I'm gonna pass on. <laughs> um, uh, Control Cloud. I believe I'm gonna end up buying because I want to do comparisons. Um, and Hitman Three. I if 
if uh, IOI could get it, uh, I think it's IOI Interactive. I think if they could get it um, running, uh, I I would be excited to see it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Hitman Three. Like, I'm kind of. I'm kind of I kind of have a bias against it right now because because basically everything we've seen in Hitman 3 so far has not really impressed me. So so you know like it's one of those things where it's like it wasn't moving the needle for me on on the on the major consoles that's going to come out on and on PC. So it's not really hitting the needle for me on 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 the Switch right now, you know, even though like I said the Cloud Edition games like are are really intriguing me because man, like I said we're moving into a new territory with the Switch and mm-hmm. and it's actually kind of exciting to think that the system that I decided to buy might might have the potential of being one of the greatest <laughs> yeah i uh, yeah well we're gonna get into our oh, real, of, oh real, wait. Real, real fast um i did download the hyrule warriors uh age of calamity uh demo mm-hmm. because uh because and 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 i owe, and I owe, I owe it to you man Ed, because like i've oh, said okay. i've said repeated times that these hyrule warriors games all these Warriors games are basically Dynasty Warriors games, and mm-hmm. we played we played the twenty seven trillion other <laughs> Dynasty Warrior games from the past. Why I, am I going? Why am I going to play one just because it's in the Legend of Zelda universe or the Fire Emblem universe and stuff like that? But um, but but seeing that, but seeing that direct, I was like, ooh, this is beautiful, and it looks and it looks like a completely different animal compared to the to the to the last Hyrule Warriors game. So I was yeah. like, you know, you know what? Let me let me check this demo out and uh Nintendo might get some more of my money this year. Jeez. <laughs> it literally feels deep. Like it feels yeah. good. Like, like yeah. Because the Hyrule Warriors with the first one, it was an original story. They just had they it was one that came out of nowhere. No one even thought that Nintendo and Kobe Tecmo was thinking of a Warriors game. And then that happened. I'm like Wait a minute! What is this goofy game that shouldn't work, but it so I think I think it sold a million and people love. Wait, wait, wait! So let me get this straight. Like, so that first that first Warriors game in in the Zelda universe is not related to any other other Zelda projects. Nope it's it's completely original. Oh, completely original! Because this one is supposed to be a prequel to what Breath of Fire. Yeah, uh, Breath, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath the first. Yeah, I would love first. for Capcom to bring back Breath of Fire. By the way, I would if love you, that. I need Breath of the Fire. Breath of Fire three. <laughs> I love Breath of Fire three. Breath of Fire three was great. Did you play Breath of Fire four? I I'm working on it. Breath of Fire four is amazing. I have, I have it on PS four. I think I'm close to the end. Uh, but yeah, Breath of Fire four is hot. I just gotta, I just gotta load it up and finish. Don't play it. Breath of Fire Five. There's a reason why Breath of Fire Five basically ended the franchise. <laughs> I didn't even know they did a five. Like yeah, I, that I, was on. That was uh, PS. Was it three or PS two? Maybe in PS two. I think it was PS two. But that was, there was a reason why. There was a reason why. Uh, yeah, this right. Breath of Fire three and four. Breath of Fire two, three, and four. Wait, Breath of Fire one and two were on Super Nintendo. Breath of Fire three and four were on PS one, and Breath of Fire five was on PS. Four, P- wow, four PS two, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and and that one was that one was disappointing for me, and I and, and I am I am like I am basically a Capcom spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seeing that Tiger Monk and and the ass of Breath of Fire three, I was just like, 
uh, I I was drawing him like crazy because I was just like, this is some great art. But it, it was funny how you just like the little kid in Breath of Fire three, and you swing your sword because you like sad or you scared. And then over time, when you get a dog, you were just able to uh like knock him out. I was just like, I okay. <laughs> and then I guess you got to fight God, and which was a female at the end. I'm like, oh this, oh y'all going with that or Japan? Okay, let's do this. Yeah, I love Breath of Fire 3. Punk's not going to bring it out, though. I wanted it on my PlayStation 3, and they only made it for Vita. Mm-hmm. Boo you, Capcom. Boo you. <laughs> so we're going uh, uh, to get into our final portion, our Boss Rush uh, podcast and uh, analysis. And, of course, this is Halloween. By the time you guys seen this, you all have had your fun with Halloween. You have ate your snacks and everything uh i kind of <laughs> i kind of like what is our dumbest deaths in a game uh with it um because lebron and, and the uh, playstation crew like they did their favorite horror games uh and so i kind of didn't want to do that kind of listing uh of everybody every, everybody had a great list you know uh resident evil 7 and in isolation uh silent hill 2 um like some of the well-known modern ones are really good. Surprisingly, no one said Night Trap or anything like that. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, I don't think Night Trap... In my opinion, Night Trap wasn't really a scary game. It was... It, it, it was it was camp. <laughs> yeah, I could say it was camp, but it's kind of in the rain because of the... Uh, yeah, there was, a, there was like a, a thriller element. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, you know, my survival horror was like super ghouls and ghosts and... That uh, was survival horror? <laughs> Dude, how long can you survive through the horrors of that control mechanic and we having to play that whole game over to get the true ending? In my opinion, in my opinion, Super Ghouls and Ghosts is probably a better game than Ghouls and Ghosts because they yes. give you the, oh, they give you they give you the double jump and they give you multiple options for your armor, in my opinion. Yes. In my opinion. But also that's the most frustrating game. And anyone who's played a Ghost and Goblin game, they know you everyone knows you have to play the game twice. You have to. Which is which kind of which kind of infuriates me now, you know, Capcom. Why did you do this? Why, if, okay, why is it that we have to have a certain weapon? And the way the story goes is like is like you missed it, so you gotta go back to the beginning and get it. Like, okay, so technically, shouldn't we have been able to get the first time if we just if we just do everything right? And, and, <laughs> and right, because the thing about it is, like the the place that it's at. And the first time, it's never there. You got you have to play the whole game. Exactly, yeah. But that's because that's that's because of arcade culture back then. Like you know, they wanted ways for you to feed more quarters in the machine. That's what it, that's what that was all about. The thing about it, Super Ghouls and Ghosts was an arcade game. Yeah, I, I mean, thank God Maximo came out, and you didn't have to do do the game twice. I uh, uh, I would have been I would have been hot, and Maximo was a great game. <laughs> yeah, it is a great game. But yeah, I probably would have been like, I can't with you. Can't. I I'd have been I'd have been hot. <laughs> All you Dark Soul players, go play Super Game. Uh, uh, yeah, go play Dungeon Master and go play uh, Ghouls and Ghosts and see if y'all want to talk about hard games and difficulty in games. Yeah, go but, play those. But you know, and see. But you know, since we're talking about Ghouls and Ghost, the Ghosts and Goblin series, my. My dumb, my dumbest death has to be playing like the first, like the first Ghosts and Goblins game, you know, uh, because because you get to a, po- a certain point where you know, okay, if you haven't, if you have armor on, 
you know that the armor is your one true buffer. So you know sometimes mm-hmm. you sometimes you sacrifice your armor for those invincibility. <laughs> but you try to jump over something, knowing your armor will take the brunt of it, and then yeah. and, and then similar to Nelly, you, you you hit something, your armor pops off, and you pop it, you pop into a pit. <laughs> you fall off the screen. That's my <laughs> and it's always and I always I always die like that, whether it's ghosts and goblins, ghouls and ghosts, or super ghouls and ghosts, because I'm sitting there thinking I'm gonna cheat the system. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over the, I'm gonna jump on this thing, take my invincibility frames, and run past this next obstacle <laughs> and get popped right into a uh, right into a bottomless pit. <laughs> uh, one of my stupid ones was uh Double Dragon 2 where <laughs> You have to do the clock ones. You have to jump on jump on the clock. And so I know I'm, thinking, about. I'm thinking I'm just like, okay, jump on the clock this way, jump on the clock this way. I could jump on it. And I tried to get to I think it was the the bottom left clock or something. And I jumped, I went to go jump and I missed it because oh. instead of because when you got to jump on it, sometimes you have to turn around and look backwards to land on it. Well, the controls just wanted to be on some cocaine stuff, and I jumped, and it made me do the drop kick, and I fell right through the thing and die. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, wait, you know what? You know, speaking about it now, is it just me, or does it seem like Double Dragon was the one game that you always had like the most random button inputs to just happen. It's like you it's like I wasn't trying to drop kick this guy, so why'd he do that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was just like none of the none of the button combinations worked at all. The one that you couldn't need them in the air when you wanted to. <laughs> yep. You always did like, oh I'm gonna drop kick you. Why am I world kicking in the air? I'm just like, I don't need this. <laughs> or my or my my, my worst one. My worst one is like I'm trying to walk past the character and they violate my sprite zone just just so slightly. And next thing you know, you grab them by their hair and it's like I didn't want to do this. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the shoot. so and also the there's two little uh, bridges things that you have to jump on that you have to line up right. Oh, I remember. I remember. So, that, yeah, the most frustrating. That's one of the most frustrating things in the game where you have to line up a jump, and it seems like and it seems like you have to spend like 20 tries to get it because yeah. you're always always missing it by like one millimeter. <laughs> Thank you to player Chico to be the, the other player and get the seven lives. This yes. Is the yeah. Game. Because I could not play that game. Just oh yeah, because Ninja Gaiden is too easy. Like Ninja Gaiden, that's Super Bird. Like everybody has experienced that and stuff. Um, and I just I just can't with Ninja you know, Gaiden. But I you love. Know you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Ninja Gaiden is one of those games where like it's easy until you get to a certain point, and then it's just absolute mad, maddening, frustrating. Yes. <laughs> every every one of the original three Ninja Gaiden games. It's like, oh man, we're just coasting along, you know, and all of a sudden it's like you hit like like I want to say it's like for most for I think for all those games, like as soon as you hit like stage five, that's when it mm-hmm. gets crazy. <laughs> uh the Tetris pieces from Tetris, the original one. I'd be like, okay, I need the right one. Now get the right one that I need. And I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna press down and just like lock in it. Oh, dude, and it goes to the left and messes my whole puzzle up in this oh, game. Oh, no, no, over. no. Tetris is a cheating ass game. Like, man, how many times, how many times have you lined up? Have you lined it up? So all you need is the long, the long, the long slender block. 
and you can and you wind up getting Tetris, 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 and and the game be cheating because like you have your whole you have your board set up so you know basically like if you drop if you drop a piece in the wrong place it's game over yeah. and uh, and like the game will not give you the piece you need to like start clearing your zones and and and, and, and it's the most frustrating thing in the world and I'm like man this game knows what it's doing this game is it, this is not random at this point this game is just cheating now. <laughs> I have called Corey out on Puyo Puyo Tetris that I want to battle him. I was like, come on, fool. Do this. So when I see you next time, because I got my tail whooped in. Uh, I was saying with my other friend, we was playing te- uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I got my tail whooped. I'm like, okay, I need to fix. Uh, you want you want some, you want some cutthroatness? Like, play me in Luminous. Oh, I love Luminous. I, you will win automatically because I just put the controller down. Just you want to hear the, the music? You want to hear the music? Yeah. Oh, the soundtrack is uh, <laughs> Banger, bang! Yeah, even though they, even though they about screwed up in the second Luminous when they were using actual licensed music, I was like, no, just go back to your original music team. Just, just have your team go back to making the music. I mean, the licensed music was nice, but you know, like you get thrown off real fast when you hear Hollaback Girl in, yeah. your, in your game. <laughs> like this, and I'm not, and I'm not even, and I'm not even talking bad about Hollaback Girl because I love that song, but like it's just. It's just like, uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. We supposed to put the controller down and start and, and start dropping it like it's hot now, <laughs> right? Like, uh, yes. Uh, any any games for you, Laura? Uh, any uh, what 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 do you mean? I'm sorry. Like dumb deaths in games. That wasn't well. The Ghosts and Goblins one for sure. That's that's one of them. Um, actually. I'm playing Forgon right now, and uh, and you know how you can double, you know, after you get to a certain point, you can double jump and you can zip dash after you yes. jump. I have zip dashed myself into right into pits. I mean, not not the pits, into spikes. And it's always is always when I have like a pixel of health left, and I shouldn't have, I should not have done it. I've I've lost I've I've lost so many times and then had to go. Do I want to run all the way back and get my and get my loot that I lost, or do I just want to go ahead and get the penalty and take half of it back? <laughs> Uh, I just, yeah, I I know what you mean. I I had went into a fight that I knew I could win, and I lose do uh use my last energy thing. I'm just like, okay, if I just attack him, I could come get it. And I, because <laughs> I had the big I had the big blade that's slow but it's powerful, and I shouldn't have used it. I, I like, got myself into so much trouble with that broadsword. Oh, because I forget that she. I forget that she has like a warm up before she even swings the sword. Yeah. He's like, like no, 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 no. Like I almost, I, I always in that in Foregon, I always try to have at least one version of each weapon in my in my in my equipment list. Yeah. So if I need to switch, so if I need to switch and do something, I got it, you know. But man, but yeah, like the broadsword in Foregon is probably the one weapon that I've almost thought about just not having in my inventory at all. But I, I guarantee you, the moment I sell it is the moment I'm going to need it. Need it. Um, Mega Man 2 Airman. So when you're jumping on the little red thing with the <laughs> unicorn head coming up, I have hit yes. that. It has hit me back and dropped me into the pit. And I'm like, uh, what? And then I'll have to start the whole level over. I'm like, yes, it's a mess. <laughs> it took me three days to beat that game. No, it took me a week to beat that game. Oh God! Uh, we're gonna talk about Mega Man. Like, how about how about knowing that you have to like have a certain jump a certain way? So like you, so like you inch yourself to the edge of the spike of where where like you fall in the spikes to yes. make your jump, and then when you go to do your jump, instead of pressing run and jump at the same time, you you press run first and you <laughs> hit the spikes. It's instant death. <laughs> 
uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, um, and this is, wasn't my fault. This was the game because it was a buggy mess, and it still is a a mess of a game. Your mission is that you got to try to catch this car uh, because you got to like reap over it and stuff. Well, I was going down the street, and I wasn't going too fast. And a little ramp that was part that was the street, it went up. Somehow the car jumped. It hit a post sign, and my car blew up, and I died. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I just started this mission 15 seconds ago. That's like, random. That's random as hell. Because <laughs> in Watch Dogs 2, I actually fell to the bottom of the sea uh, while swimming. <laughs> I was just like, oh. wait, how's that happen? It, it was a bug. It was just. Oh. Oh, how about oh, you know what? Speaking of falls at the bottom of the sea, how about how about all how about all the underwater stuff inside the hedgehog? Oh where yeah. Whereas like whereas like whereas like you're like you you pass an air bubble that you know you probably should have hit that air bubble before you passed it. <laughs> and then you drown and, and like you drown. you drown three seconds later. Oh, messing up in the Sonic 2 messing up in the bonus rings when you're trying to get all the rings and you get the chaos yeah. arrow, you hit yeah. the yeah. Uh. Dang tails, jump with me, or better yet, don't even come on a mission with me. <laughs> Stay right. in the back. You know, you know, you can save your own ass tails. Like, come grab me sometimes. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, thank. Uh, so yeah, that's been some of my dumb deaths. Um, uh, I, I really haven't had any of Mario Brothers. Um, besides, like, I'm always, the- I'm always jumping into bullet bills. Really? Always jumping into bullet bills, and I'm not sure. And I'm not sure if I'm just like I'm just like being overconfident or something. I'm like, nah, he's not, because you know when you get to a certain, you know when you get to a certain proximity, just like piranha, piranha plants, the bullets mm-hmm. don't shoot at, the bullets don't come out. So I'm, I'm like, am, am I just being overconfident that he is not going to come out and hit me or what? But every time I make a random ass jump, I'm in the middle of the air and I get smacked by one of them damn bullets. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, Contra, I have. When I did the waterfall thing, I have actually, um, for some unknown reason, that I could jump, you know, over an enemy in a bullet and didn't realize that I actually jumped in the pit and died. I'm like, oh, dang it. So, and definitely when I'm not doing the 30 man code, uh, Igaruga, it's just like, it's death. It's just death for. Okay, I've watched some of your gameplays on that. I'm like, man, Ed, Ed, Ed knew he was about to get his ass blown off. And why'd he do it? <laughs> I was just like, I had no choice. Stuff, um, but that's pretty much it that I have done. Uh, I know Tomb Raider is easy because Tomb Raider on PS1, you couldn't tell what was the edge and what you could climb, so I just used to jump and just die and mm-hmm. fall to my death. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't wait for the stupid loading. Uh, uh, anything, uh, Leron, anything last? That's all, that's all the ones I want to add. I mean, like, I've had some, but here's a weird thing like, you know, like, like, for example, when I was saying, like, hanging on the ledge of, a, of, the, of the cliffs and uh, of the cliffside and like Mega Man and, and Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. is it me? Is it me or, or because you or, or is it just me or because like do you know like because you know you can die like you feel your skin crawl for a second because you're yeah you're that close. <laughs> I get tense. I'll be like, okay, am I going to make this jump or not? And then I'll I'll try to make it, and then some stupid thing will happen. Be like, dang, nabbit. I uh, I've turned I've turned off many of video games because because I was angry at myself for doing something stupid. I said, shoot, dude, I cut my NES off and I was in tears because I couldn't double jump in Strider. I, they, the game wouldn't let me wall jump correctly. I'm, like, I'm not about to do that. Triangle jumps, yes. 
<laughs> mistiming a triangle jump, and you know, and you think we'd have this down to a science because of Metroid. <laughs> yes. And nothing. I'm like, oh so god. That is just some of our dumb deaths, but we want to know what your dumb deaths in video games are. You can email us at uh uh pop not pop like goodness <laughs> boshbridgegays at gmail.com we want to know what you guys think um and let us know what gays and stuff that you guys have died in am i wrong by cyberpunk uh 277 is it giving the year material right now who knows uh you know we want to i want to we want to know what you guys think of, of event horizon or any other Kempi movies, uh, sci-fi stuff because I love sci-fi movies when I get a chance to see them. Um, uh, Star Star Starship Trooper. Good movie, by the way. I need to rewatch it, uh, because it's 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 built on camp camp fact. Yeah, it, yeah, for real, it is. And but uh, but the but the beauty of the but the beauty of the film is like if you watch it like how like how they try to narrate it, which is like a war documentary. Yeah. It's 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 so it's it's so brilliant. Yes. So, um, Laurent, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on social media at Exodus eight zero three. That's E X O D U S. The numbers eight zero three. That's my. You can find me on various social media with that, particularly Twitter. Uh, that's also my gamer tag, so you can catch me on Steam, PlayStation Network, uh, Xbox Live uh, under that moniker. Uh, my Twitch channel is also twitch.tv slash Exodus eight zero three. Yes, and you guys can find me on t- uh, Twitter at the lyrical one. You can find me on Twitch. Uh, I mean, sorry. You can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can find me on Twitter, uh, um, the lyrical one. You can check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud or the podcast apps. Check me out on Nintendo Power Block this week because I am hosting now. Uh, I'm the new host of Nintendo Power Block with Celeste, Corey, and other teammates. Um, so I kind of want you guys to tune in, see how the show goes, and come have some fun. LeRon, yes, you will be invited to come on because I you need I need some hot takes from you um, and everything. <laughs> so, uh, 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 you, you will be able to come on. Uh, well, is, it, is, it, is it me being the anti-Nintendo guy? Because, I mean, it actually, sounds, sometimes it sounds like I am the Debbie Downer of Nintendo. Like, know I'm... I, I, I know. I think you have valid points to make Nintendo. I actually did an optional opinion of should Nintendo be criticized for things, and I believe they should. When they deserve to be criticized or they need to be, like, they need to learn from stuff, I say yes, they oh, do. for real. For real, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, on, on, honestly, you know, but I will say this: like, it's a good thing. Like, you know, it's a good thing. Like, we've got Boss Rush Games, and you know, other, 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 you know, pl- uh, other different, you know, content creators that talk about this stuff because this is kind of the things that, as gamers, we we don't need to just we don't need to just be here playing the games we also need to challenge the people that make our games for us to give us yes. a, to give us a better product and not be complacent there's a reason why there was a video games crash you know back in the 80s when the, with the atari system and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know um you know and you know it was a different it was a different landscape of video games back then you know there's there's a whole lot of stuff at play but 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 basically basically you know and we've said this a few times on other podcast shows like these companies aren't our friends they're they they don't have to do anything for us but we can still influence what they do you know to keep video games a viable product in our in our lives and you know you know it's wonderful stress relief some of it helps people cope with things they're going through Mm -hmm. uh things like that you know like we can we do have a lot of power you know when it comes to like the video games industry and stuff like that 
that being said, don't abuse your power by issuing people death threats, you know, because your favorite game has been delayed by two extra weeks or whatnot. Uh, is, or I, or I, I swear, LeBron, when you posted that story in the chat, I was just, I didn't even know that part was happening. I know that stuff was being reported, but I didn't know it got to that it's, level. It's sickening to think about it. You know, also, you know, also as gamers, you know, like, you know, like, don't, don't be salty and and call like the police and have an FBI, you know, raid happen on someone's house because because you're not a good Counter Strike Go player and this guy is like shooting your ass off every every two seconds, you know, right? Stuff like that, you know, like as gamers, we have a lot of power and a lot of gamers use their power in negative ways and stuff like that, and that's not what it should be about. You know, like we we have a lot of influence and we can get a lot of things done and we can make we can make video games great. Like I'm excited for these new consoles that are coming out. These consoles, these consoles are on par with a lot of with a lot of computer with a lot of current computer tech. Not not saying that not saying that these are these systems are exactly the same specs as systems right now. Like uh, like they're they're kind of if if the if the if the bar is if the bar is like right in front of you. Like uh, like the like PS5 and Xbox Series X are going to be like maybe like a hundred meters behind the current bar for where yes. for where gaming tech is at right now, and that's exciting. Yeah. Yes. So uh, yeah, everybody, check that out. Check out Crossroads. Check out Arsenal X. Check out One V One. Check out a Special Pass. Check out our, some of our old content and everything because we have a lot. And if you want to learn the history of Boss Rush and where we how we grew up and where we came from, you guys can check that out on our YouTube page at BossRushGames.com. Um, on I mean that's our main page, but on uh, YouTube Boss Rush Games, you guys can check out. But then everybody have a great week. Have a great weekend. Hopefully you guys had a great Halloween. I know we are in November by the time you guys see this. So, you know, hopefully you guys change your clock. You know, the hour falls back. You get some extra sleep. But the days, uh, the days. Yeah, I get an extra hour to play around with my new tech. <laughs> right. So, so, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like, excited for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. So, uh, almost, but, but with, almost oh, there, almost there. Like I mean, I've I fully paid for Cyberpunk, so that's uh, so Cyberpunk and a graphics card. That's the last thing I need for this year. And 2020 is done for me. Yeah. So with that, everybody, we will see. Oh, and the PlayStation Five, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and just to let everybody know, yes, I am getting a Series X. I am going to get a PlayStation Five. I'm just not going them at the time of their release and everything. I'm trying to. I'm doing a lot of catch up with my old games. Um. And Windows Windows systems become more available where everybody has them and like they're slow down. I'll go ahead and pick them up. So with that, everybody, we will see you next time on Boss Rush Podcast. Oh, hopefully you also go and vote. This episode is coming out the day before voting. So if you haven't got your mail and vote ballot in, make Actually, sure that you get it it's, in. Oh. It's it's too late. It's too late from for almost every state that has mail in ballots. If you need to mail your ballot in, if you need to mail your ballot in, it's best it's best you actually to hold in. on to it and go in and just drop it off at at the places that are actually designed to take your ballot. Uh, don't go to the actual polls the day that you that that you need to drop it off because they won't be able to take it then. You need to go to places that are designed. So I believe that's like your your city halls where you where you mm-hmm. where you where your registrar for voting is at and all that stuff. Just it's too late for mail in votes. So please do not do not. I, I do not 
I'm going to say do not waste your vote, but I mean that I mean that in a in a concerning way. If you mail it off now, they will not it will not get the to count. the electorate to the electorate in time to be counted. Yeah. Um, if you if you can't do any of that, get in line, vote, get your switch, get you some sandwiches, something to drink, wait in that line, tell the place that you work at that you're going to be late because it is important. We know we're not going to get the results that night. It's going to take a while, but this is a very important election. There's a time for your voice to be heard. Yeah. With that, everybody, we will see you next time on Boss Fresh Podcast. Bye, everybody. Have a wonderful one. <laughs>